Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hello and welcome to Crime Fighters and the fourth episode of our series, School of Graft. The new principal of Jomfu School, Mrs. Gongo, has been poisoned and is in a coma. Inspector Opide from the Lanyu Police is investigating. So far, he's found out that not everyone at the school agreed with Mrs. Gongo's fight against corruption. In the last episode, Inspector Opide learned that one of her students, Nandi, particularly disliked her because she consistently gave him low grades. Could he have had something to do with the poisoning? Meanwhile, trainee teacher Awa is trying to uncover another scandal at the school. She suspects that some teachers have been abusing their students and will only give good grades if the students sleep with them. One of the girls, Arinda, seems to have disappeared. And although she tried, Awa couldn't get Sheope and Kiki, two other girls, to admit that someone was molesting them. How's she going to get to the bottom of this? And can she trust anyone to help? Let's join her in this episode entitled Night in Shining Armor to find out. Awa is chaperoning Mrs. Gongo student Nandi, who's been questioned by Inspector Upide. To be honest, I was getting a bit tired of sitting in on these interviews. My sole consolation was being able to look at Upide. Ah, here he was again, in the flesh, and his presence immediately set my pulse racing. He was scribbling in his notebook and barely glanced at us when we walked in. A week had passed since the fateful day when Mrs. Gongo collapsed, and I was accompanying Nandi to his interview. Hello, Awa. Good to see you again. Hello, Inspector Pide. And this must be Nandi, I presume? You presume right. Nandi, this is Inspector Pide. Hello. Well, let's begin. Nandi, I'd like to make clear that you're not a suspect and that these are just routine procedures. Do you understand? Yes. This tape recorder is here so I don't forget what we've talked about. Okay? Uh, all right. Nandi, you're aware that Mrs. Gongo's been poisoned and is in hospital, right? Yes. Did you also know that the poison was in a bottle of water she drank from that day? No, I didn't know that. The reason you're here, Nandi, is because you helped unload the truck that carried the water. Did you notice anything unusual while you were offloading the water? No. Where did you go afterwards? Straight to the auditorium. Did you also serve the water at the high table? No, that was the barkeeper's job. The barkeeper? Which barkeeper? He said his name was Ami or Hamo. He works at the hotel across the road. They're usually hired to do the catering for events here. And this barkeeper, can you identify him? Of course. Everybody knows him. I just didn't know his name until he told me. I see. How do you get along with Mrs. Gongo? Uh, okay, I guess. Really? Some students say you didn't like her because she kept failing you. Who say that? It doesn't matter who said it. Is it true? I, I... Lots of teachers here are unfair to me and to other boys. Mrs. Gongo's just one of them. She's not even the worst. What do you mean unfair to you and other boys? 
Many of the teachers, especially the men, are always flanking the boys. But that's not a reason to hurt them. Even if I did want to hurt someone, it wouldn't be Mrs. Gongo. She's way better than some of the others. Are you saying that girls are treated favorably? Why is that? Well, I mean, it's common knowledge that girls perform especially well at Jomvo. There's got to be a reason. Hmm. Is that so? That could be problematic. We might have to look into that as well, but not right now. I don't suppose it has anything to do with Mrs. Gongo's poisoning. I... I... Okay, thanks. We're done here. I wasn't very well disposed towards Nandi when we left the interview room. He was obviously one of the many who thought that in order for any girl or woman to succeed, sex must somehow be involved. Granted, in some cases that was true, but it was usually because the girl had been victimized, not because she wasn't capable of achieving good grades on her own. I needed to splash some water on my face before going to my next class. But as I approached the girls' washroom, I could hear someone puking their guts out. Who was it? Hello? Who's there? Hello? Is everything all right? My goodness, Chaupe, what's wrong with you? I'm fine, teacher. What's the matter? Are you ill? I'm fine, teacher. Must be something I ate for. That's it. Come on. We're taking you to hospital. No, teacher. I'm okay. Really. We had beans for lunch. I guess they didn't agree with me. Are you sure? Yes, teacher. Really. I have to get back to class now. Teacher Chima must be wondering where I am. Chope, come back here right now. Yes, teacher. Chope, please. Just tell me, are you pregnant? Teacher Awa? I told you before, you can trust me. I'll ask you again, are you pregnant? No. Chope, I really want to help you, but I can't do it if you don't talk to me. Whoever it is, what he's doing to you is not okay. You have the right to say no. I have to go now. Wait. Here's my number. You can call me anytime. Teacher Awa, this really isn't necessary. All right, then. If you won't talk to me, at least talk to someone else. There's a peer counseling group at the youth center, and you can go to a doctor to find out whether you're pregnant and get tested for sexually transmitted diseases. There are lots of ways to get help. I really have to go, Teacher Awa. There's this empty feeling you get when you know there's something wrong, but you just can't tell anyone. It's like a hollowness in your heart. All you want to do is help, but you don't know who you can trust. That is what I was feeling later that afternoon as I walked to the police station. A lone ranger. I needed to talk to somebody, and at that moment, Upide seemed to me to be the only one I could trust. My knight in shining armor. I could hear his deep, clear voice as I approached his office. Right. He was discussing Mrs. Mrs. Gongo's case with someone. Awa! <laughs> what are you doing here? Come in! Hello, Inspector. Hello. You know Corporal Asiko already, right? Well, I saw her at school, but we haven't officially met. 
Hi, I'm Corporal Lasico, as you've just heard. The inspector here is my boss. Hello, Corporal. I'm Awa Lupe. I'm a trainee teacher at Jomvu. Come on in. Have a seat. Thank you. So, what can we do for you? Uh, well, I... Can I talk to you, Inspector? Of course. You can speak freely in front of my colleague. It's all right. Go ahead. Uh, I, I don't know where to begin, but there's something I've been meaning to tell you. I think that someone, possibly even several persons, are sexually abusing students at Jomvu. What? That's a very serious accusation, Ava. Why do you suspect this? I had some students discussing the matter. But that isn't enough. Do you have any proof? Well, it's not just that. I, I've observed some weird behavior in some of the teachers. <laughs> weird behavior, huh? <laughs> okay, listen. It's late. We all need to get home. Come to me again when you've got some real evidence. And we'll see what we can do. But, Inspector... Look, our... We have the more important matter of Mrs. Gongo to deal with right now. You go home. I'll have someone look in your allegation later, all right? All right. Goodbye. Goodbye, Awa. Awa seems to come up against a brick wall everywhere she turns. And the investigation into Mrs. Gongo's poisoning is moving very slowly. But tune in next time to School of Craft. Things are about to speed up. If you want to listen to this episode again, just go to our website dw.com slash crimefighters. You can also join us on our Facebook page at DW Africa. Until next time, bye. Crime fighters.